This week on the BevCast, we get behind the wheel with two of the craziest actors in Hollywood and crash straight into winning. One star, we're winning. All right, welcome to the BevCast. Episode 73. Yeah, thanks. I totally forgot that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're professionals at every turn. So we are. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we lay down with our ugly wives in front of our ugly children and we watch a terrible, terrible movie. But then we come back and we fire frickin' bayonets and we are winning at every turn as we talk about this bad movie. And then we rate said bad movie. One, two, five jocks. If it's winning after robot jocks. Or, you know, one to five bags, in the negative sense, if it's losing after Twilight, the biggest loser of them all. So, So. let's fire up our tiger blood. (laughs) If you haven't figured it out, we we (laughs) want to immortalize uh, a great person who was recently lost. Yeah. Um, And that is... uh, After a long storied career. That is America's Charlie Sheen. America's beloved Charlie Sheen. Beloved Charlie Sheen. In the best way that we know how, by watching his 1986 classic, The Wraith. Wraith, Wraith, Wraith. Wraith. The Wraith. Wraith, 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 Wraith. But if one crazy person in a movie wasn't enough... <laughs> we had to find we Randy fucking Quaid. Randy Quaid's in this movie, oh, too. Oh, man. Oh. Randy Quaid is also going insane. If we could throw a Busey in here, this movie... Oh, my God. ...probably wouldn't get have gotten made. Yeah, so I mean, we got we got two, we got double the dose of crazy in this movie, man. So before we tear into it, let's go ahead and get a quick plot summary out of the way because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We like to follow our own formula. A small desert town has been harassed for months by a gang of drag racers, but so far no one has done anything to stop them. One day, a ghostly black car shows up, challenging members of the group to race, then killing them one by one. Neither the gang nor the police can catch the car or its driver. But some investigating into the gang's past may reveal just who's behind all this. Who could it be? Who could it be? Yeah. Ben Marine, just, Charlie Sheen, should we shrink just, to the size of a lima bean. Should we just give a spoiler <laughs> warning for this one? Yeah. We never really give spoiler warnings on any episodes, do we? Uh, Even though we kind of spoil the shit out of every movie. So. It's Randy Quaid. But, <laughs> yeah. There's not much. I mean, come on. Yeah, if, you, if you have half a brain connected to your the rest of you, uh, you can tell. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they removed the people's eyes. It's so that they couldn't show them the obvious that it's Charlie Sheen come back from the dead to take revenge. Well, it's a different guy. Come Wait, back is that from why the they dead. removed the eyes? I don't know. <laughs> no, that was never explained. No, not really. Yeah, but it's basically the crow if the crow was a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the crar. <laughs> <laughs> the crar. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. just a few yeah, years. Actually, the crow wasn't the crow basically this. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. when the Crow comic book came out. I don't anyone? know. It might have Somehow I doubt whatever. they read this probably not. <laughs> probably not. There's probably little to no connection. Why don't you just throw High Plains Drifter on it? <gasps> yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Now we, we've just... Uh, we've done, we, 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 <laughs> we spoiled we, the shit out of everything now. <laughs> we, we jumped so far down Charlie Sheen rabbit hole that now we're just not sure where to <laughs> drag ourselves back up. <laughs> well, first off... I broke my brain by reading some of the transcript. That was my problem. So, what do you mean? The the his crazy radio rant. I, that's oh God! Where I was stealing stuff from. Anyway, yeah, he's 
we're we're just kidding. It's a sad loss we, we, that he's gone. We, we were taking odds here that he's dead or not. But we figured well, by the time by the time this this got posted, yeah. it would be even odds yeah. as to whether or not he had died it, from. Well, let's, let's the just thing say is, his catchphrases are already dead. Yeah. So. Well, regardless, the the person that we once knew as Charlie Sheen, star of Hot Shots, star of Wall Street, is dead. Well, he died when he started doing Two and a Half Men. Well, yeah, yeah. At really, least, at least he's a been dead. Inside. He's been dead a while. Well, that's true. He got funny again once he finally put in the effort to get his ass fired. Yeah. That's fair enough. Because, damn, he put in the effort to get his ass fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I wish I could try that hard to get fired. It's like nobody else can say, can can actually, like, you can't top that, this is how I got myself fired story. Not you know, really, on no. internet forums or whatever, you know, when it's the, you know, tell me tell me what you did to get fired from a job that you hated or whatever. I mean, short of, short of like, going to jail, so doing something that would involve you going to jail, he just... Well, how is he not in jail? What is he only, done? The only way he's, All he's done has been crazy. He's done like 3,000 pounds of coke. Well, not that they've caught him with, per se. How has he not been caught? He's Charlie fucking Sheen. Yeah. Martin Sheen. Yeah. Martin Sheen. Yeah. He's the uh, president. The president know? pulled some strings <laughs> for him. Pardon anybody. Yeah. Well, anyway, the Wraith. Right, the Wraith. Sorry. Shit. Ah. Charlie oh, Sheen way, is the main, the first build in the Wraith. We, we got to do one more thing because oh. we, we forgot. Before, while we're off the rails, let's go ahead and say Okay. This is our two-year anniversary episode. Happy anniversary! What? That is messed up. Holy shit, how do we not say that first thing? Hooray. God damn you, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, yeah, we've been doing this two years. Yeah. Congrats to us. Yay. Thank Let's you for listening. Let's throw our own celebration. Woo. We're already doing that. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, so, back so to the, the Wraith. Wraith. Huh. The Wraith. Um, okay, so this this was recommended to us by um, Clint. Clint. Our buddy Clint. Yeah. Hey, the imaginary, Clint, the truck imaginary truck driver. Yes, the legendary Clint. It's, it's much shorter now. Was he the only one? I guess uh, somebody else mentioned I think it. He, I point. think he just brought it up more than once because okay. I think like when we didn't jump on it immediately. Which, having seen it now, I understand his urgency for us to see this. But. Yeah, and it's funny how it worked out too because yeah. it was basically next on the docket, and then yeah, it kind of was, yeah. And, and the we Sheenpocalypse like, hit. And yes, <laughs> Sheenmageddon. <laughs> and then we we're like, Shit, two year anniversary, Clint, loyal listener, Sheenpocalypse. This has to happen now. So it did. But anyway, so the movie, okay. <laughs> Back to the movie. We have done this Sorry. once or twice. Yeah. Um, basically, it starts kind of like Xanadu. We've got these little lights like Tron in the fuck out in the desert, which I'm, I'm going to guess they're in Nevada, Arizona, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Was it Arizona? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, yeah, I believe the license plates were Arizona. Yeah, I was looking after I, the license I guessed plate said that. Fresh. <sighs> and <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it starts out. Yeah, all the all of the lights are floating around in space, right. and then driving down racing, roads, and yeah. they all converge into. Like a Dodge Interceptor a space Dodge Turbo looking. Interceptor. MS4 Turbo Interceptor. There is only one. As we're told later on. Yeah. That's correct. But yeah. It's a pretty pretty cool looking it, 80s it's car. A, it's it about is. as pimp as a Dodge can be made. Yeah. Nowadays, anyway. You like so, my spaceship? Yeah. This is a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> the Juggernaut, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. We are like... We're off the rails. We're already off the rails. That's Charlie fine. Sheen has done this to us. It's true. But yeah, but it starts out with just this random dude driving down the road with his girlfriend. And um, we get our antagonists for the movie. Mm-hmm. Packard and his gang kind of. So guys chase him and then Packard sets up a roadblock ahead and the guy has to stop. And then he forces him to race for his car. Right. Instead racing, of just the racing for the pinks. Car. Yeah. Which 
that's just it's just weird in itself. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much how but, they they work their you know illegal gang empires. They basically pretty sure they have the best rides on the road and bully people into racing them. Yeah, and then taking their cars, and then saying I guess that it's legal because the guys gave them the title. Sure. Just all the while they were groping his girlfriend yeah. extremely inappropriately. Yeah, because I mean you've got Packard and then you've got Skank and Gutter Boy, uh-huh. who are just like the most overactingest things ever. <laughs> they're like they're like Saturday Night Live skit characters, except they're characters in a movie with people who are kind of acting normal. Hmm. So it's yeah. they're like they get overdone incredibly quickly, and then he's just got a couple other dudes who are just. Yeah, the one guy's the preppy looking guy, and then the other guys. Minty. Was that his name? Minty. Uh, yeah, I, think Minty. I don't think they ever said it, but yeah, there was Minty, and uh, there was Augie. Augie. Yeah. Augie, who had like a turquoise <laughs> bandana, and you know, it was like leopard print, <laughs> he had, like and a like, leopard print do rag, and like a cut off shirt showing his midriff. Yeah, he was very um. And at Alex one point, Winters in yeah. Bill and Ted. And I was gonna say, it, at one point, he calls another guy a fag, and you're just like. Um, um, yeah, pot, yeah. meat kettle. <laughs> I got a maybe. glass house for you here, yeah. Augie. But anyway, they that's them. And then there's also Clint Howard looking Pretty amazing like with rug like, head. Yeah, yeah, rug head with hair that is as tall as his head. Yeah, he's pretty mm-hmm. much a racer head. For, yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. Exactly. He looks. Ex- oh, my God. Yeah. So that there, that's your main group of bad guys who mm-hmm. are probably... I'd say the least intimidating bad guys I've ever seen. They're they're a little bit um, sharks or jets for their own good. I mean, they're yeah, but like they're very touchy feely and you know just kind of horrible wardrobe tough guys. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, they they like have no. They don't look like a gang because none of them even dress remotely no, alike. No, no. Yeah, um, other than their what, not in their cars. There's no like you just look at them. them. You're like, how yeah. would these guys ever be friends and? get together and do anything you know but basically they're all just doing whatever packard says because he is incredibly pissed off all the time and threatening smokes, people with his he switch smokes blade. angry and drives angry yeah yeah a lot yeah and uh his i guess you could say girlfriend is sherilyn fenn right girl named carrie who is kind of mm-hmm. like the only girl with a speaking part in the movie I and believe. she was she's not the one in the <laughs> movie that was dead the whole time <laughs> uh, 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 yeah Hey, while we're making 80s humor, we might as well continue the trend. Twin Peaks was 90s. Yeah, okay. Very early 90s. <laughs> okay. Don't let me, don't, let's not get back into oh, that. Oh, no, I just spoiled Twin Peaks, too, Uh-oh. didn't I? Shit. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so, basically, they, they take this guy's car, they go around, and they establish very quickly that everyone's afraid of Packard in the town. Everyone. Everyone. Except for maybe the sheriff. Maybe. Yeah, except maybe the sheriff, but... Who's Randy Quaid. Yeah. But Packard doesn't really... He just gives him shit, and the sheriff really can't do much about it. And uh, he's he's pretty much an incredibly creaky, creepy stalker for Carrie. Yeah. You're mine. Like, yeah, he does the whole, you're mine. If I can't have you, no one will. I mean, he actually says these exact yes. lines to her at various points. Yeah, it sounds like one of those things we would be making up, but no, that's how he really is. Yeah. To the point that, like, one point, he's like... I feel so much for you that I can't feel anything else. And he pulls out his switchblade, which he does at least a half dozen times throughout mm-hmm. the course of the movie. Proceeds he to wants grab to it threatening. as hard as he can and just, just cut himself horribly. Mm-hmm. I can't feel a thing, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And he just creeps her the fuck out. Of uh-huh. And this guy, to drive in how big of a prick he is, he's uh, played by Nick Casavetes, who also directed The Notebook. So. <laughs> Oh, that that's how you know really? that guy's an asshole. Yeah. He is a shit ass. Yep. <laughs> so th- that's how you know this man is just pure evil. Mm. He's the worst. Yeah. But anyway, he's basically a big bully. You know, he's kind of like the Biff Tannen, except even more of an asshole than Biff. AKA yeah. the worst and, human being on the planet yeah. ever to exist. Yeah. So they take this guy's car and then it's, and then Charlie Sheen, and we're going to say this, Charlie Sheen is billed first, but he's only in like, four or five scenes in the movie. I mean, he's not in it much. Not a whole lot. And there was a certain stretch where it was like a half hour. I'm like, is Charlie Sheen even in this movie? Because <laughs> he shows doing up. Coke in this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Just put the helmet on the other guy. I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah. But he shows up and he, and he uh, basically hits on, uh, hits on Sherilyn Fenn, drives away on his motorbike and dirt bike. Or yeah, basically. dirt bike. Yeah. Dirt bike befriends the burger flipper, Billy, mm-hmm. who's, Older brother happened to have been murdered a year earlier. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Who happened to be the boyfriend of Sherilyn Finn. Who they were, you know, mid-coitus when... Yeah. Post-coitus. Post, oh, yeah. sorry, yes. Yeah, we found out later. Sure. Yeah. They, were, anyway, they were spooning in They, they the keep woods. having flashbacks, basically, yeah. to him getting killed. Uh-huh. And this is kind of, I guess it's supposed to be a surprise that Charlie Sheen is him... What? Wait, is that what happened? Carnated as sort of whatever. I don't know. Like it's weird. I don't know if he's supposed to be reincarnated or like a yeah, he, spirit from. Uh, I just don't. He's know. a wraith. He is he's a wraith. Angry, yeah. angry well, ghost. Well, the point is that whenever they show the black interceptor, they never show who's driving it. It's just kind of right. like his spirit is driving. His ghostly. You know, the car just shows up and it is him. Yeah, and then basically all of all of Packard's gang eventually challenges it to a race and eventually dies. Yep, pretty much one <laughs> pretty by one. Much. Mm-hmm. But I will say this: they die in fucking spectacular fashion. Oh yes, fiery, fiery My wrecks. God, some of the finest explosions in movie history. Yeah, I mean the car races are okay. They're all kind of filmed the same, and it's a lot of the. A lot of the camera mounted to the back tire, you know, the back back fender. I think at the time, though, that might have been kind of nifty. I think it's kind of been overused well, yeah. now, but there was a lot of, you know, camera rigs on cars. That, yeah, but you do get a good sense of speed yeah. with them. Oh, yeah. and, and, they're, and they're in some really sweet terrain because there's a lot of hills, so there's a lot of the mm-hmm. up and down, up and down as they're and driving. Nice and, usually, and usually it's, you know, bumper cam when they're doing that. So it looks really, it looks pretty cool, but it gets a little old because... They race down the same strip of land a hundred times. Five or well, yeah, five or six hundred times. Well, and if you've ever been, if you've ever driven in Arizona, it's about. I mean, it's pretty. Don't get me wrong, but that pretty wears off real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. It's just boring desert and hills. Yeah, but the the first one to go is Augie because he challenges him, and they all seem to have racing helmets in their cars whenever they challenge someone. Yeah. Well, they're, they're racers. They, you know, they're responsible. It's always the same racing helmet, though. Well, they're a cl- they're, that was they're that was the gang. one thing that made them a gang. They had they all had the yeah, same they racing, had the same racing helmet. helmet. Even they never wore it at the same time. No, right. But yeah, Augie challenges him. They go three, four minute race, go racing around the curves and going through the desert, and then all of a sudden, the wraith pulls ahead, vanishes, and then Augie, you know, Augie's driving, turns the corner, and oh my god, there it is, parked directly across the road. So he's about to t bone it. 
Which is a fantastic strategy. I I love this strategy for oh, ghost yeah. killing revenge. Yeah. So what happens is he explodes the basically the intrepid or whatever interceptor. The interceptor. Yeah. They're all dodges. Nothing like an intrepid like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, the uh the Dodge Integral explodes <laughs> and takes hit, takes Augie's car with it. Augie's car goes through the explosion over the cliffside and then barrel rolls for a solid 45 seconds. And explodes again. And exploding. And again, and again. Exploding. Exploding. And I seem to remember going, yes, the first time it hit and it just blew up. And then saying, yes, every time it hit as it rolled down the fucking, down the fucking mountain before it finally lands. And... Was that about 45 seconds worth of it car was, blowing up and roll, barrel rolling down the hill? It was like, a lot. Well, being a raging inferno. Yeah. They loaded this thing with gasoline. I mean, just... Yeah, but you know, the the weird thing about that, gasoline burns up pretty quick. But that car was a raging, like seriously raging, towering inferno even for a long fucking time. I don't know yeah. how they made that car burn that much for that long. I don't know either, like, but that's that is some all serious I know movie is the magic. fucking mushroom cloud that explodes when when the when he first hits when he first t bones the wraith is like it was just incredible. Dear God, yeah. that thing went up. I was like, yes, yes, this movie just got awesome. So all that happens, and then the wraith car, the the integer inter pepper wagon, <laughs> the integer just uh, suddenly goes what, and it's back. Yeah, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It kind of zaps together and then drives away because it's not. And really then this a is when Randy Quaid really gets into it because they yeah. they call him in. Well, I, th- I think that's when they first, he first shows up. Yeah, he does yeah, he, when they're kind of investigating. Yeah, he just pulls up. Like there was a brief uh, tease of him earlier in the movie because as the uh, the little light orbs are racing around, they blow through his reelect Sheriff Loomis billboard. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about and that. And then, but then this is the first time he shows up on screen, and all the guys are kind of standing around like they don't know what's happened. They're they're way down the road and. Yeah. Kind of stand there waiting for them to come back and I guess get the black car or whatever. And uh he's like, So all your buddies are dead, big fireball down there and they're like, Whatever. Yeah, they they're so <laughs> nonchalant about yeah. it. Yeah. It's cool. We got more. It's like our gang's only like five people deep. So. Yeah. But we all kinda hated Augie. Yeah. He wore that cut off T shirt. <laughs> it's cool. So they, they and they finally like they finally get down there and look at the look at the wreck. And they find out that the body is not a charred wreck. And he's actually, um, they don't really explain how he might have died, but he uh, he just is dead. Yeah, I'm assuming with his they, eyes pulled out for like, some reason. The Wraith does its Wraith thing like on point of impact and like yeah. sucks the body out and does whatever. I'm sure there's some kind of religious allegory for taking the eyes. I'm just not yeah. going to bother to look it up. Yeah, we don't really It's care. sure it meant to something to somebody. It's the crow picking its eyes out. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, no. Oh, Oh, that's later. Uh, yeah. Uh, but but I just I love Randy Quaid because it almost feels like all his dialogue is improvised a little bit, you know, because he's all like clam up wise guy, you know? Yeah, I, I like because like when this movie started, I really didn't know what it was rated at first. It, it really kind of felt like a PG to PG 13 movie. And then like as time went on, the insults got more stranger and profane, yeah. like almost like they started the movie and were like. This is going to be PG. You know, kids will love this. And all of a sudden, we're like, yeah. we're going to be blowing people up, and maybe we'll get more people in the box office if we show some titty. Yeah, for no there's eventually and, gratuitous nudity. Yeah. So. And uh, okay, so let's now let's make a rated R movie, I guess. And mm-hmm. what did they call uh, at one point? Um, Gutter Boy and Skank 
They call somebody a cockstacker. Cockstacker. Yep. <laughs> whatever that <laughs> whatever means. Whatever that means. It's just yeah. It's just I think kinda, that's in that game Bullet Storm. Yeah, it's one of those first times that that like a weird. <laughs> You know, insult like that just comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, oh okay, we're doing that <laughs> okay, now. We're calling him a cockstacker. Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What does Billy call? <laughs> yeah, because in the beginning, they're like kind of Billy calls Packard a a mistake of nature, a genetic misfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen's like, what? Just call him an asshole. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's just a dick. Yeah. He's a cockstacker. Why don't you <laughs> call him what he is? Dumb son of a bitch. Dick tits. Yeah. I don't know. So. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just weird because like. Part of the time you got that, and then other parts of the time you've got like they sound like fifties. They're like, "Get that scumbag!" Yeah. You know, <laughs> that sleaze ball's gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so um, so yeah, Augie bites it, and you know, we get a little bit more story and yada yada, and we're just basically gonna get, get, gonna get to the kills because then it's the min- kills are the main part of this. Yeah, movie. then then Minty's turn comes up, and his was a little disappointing after. The craziness of the first one, yeah, because um, they go racing around. He pulls the same stunt, pulls out in front of them. Yeah, well, it, well, the thing is, they're all just like sitting there on the side of the road, and suddenly, like, oh, here's the wraith. Yeah, hey, let's oh. race. Oh, let's race. You know, Packard's yeah. like, somebody race him. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I always love that in movies like this where the the main bad guys just like you take care of them. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to pass them off to a henchman. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So so Minty goes uh, racing and pulls the same maneuver, pulls ahead of him, stops. And uh, this time just kind of runs them into the side of a cliff. A, a good explosion. But yeah. But it's, that should have been the one that started it. You know, mm-hmm. like build up. Don't, yeah. All things don't considered, they your, should have reversed yeah. those kills. Yeah. Don't lead off with the huge 45 second rolling down the hill fireball. Just. Yeah. But anyway, so that happens. But yeah. So while this is happening, of course, Charlie Sheen eventually shows back up and basically woos Sherlyn Fenn. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have a lot of other options really in this town yeah it's full of well what i love know, is that dickless like, people that won't take on packard and yeah packard. And anybody that gets near her <laughs> anybody that gets near her packard is just like i'm gonna fucking yeah. kill you so what are you doing are you my girlfriend? girlfriend i know i know she's a waitress and she just took your order but fuck you i'm gonna kill yeah. you <laughs> why, why are you talking to her don't you understand everyone in this town has a restraining order <laughs> Nobody can get within 50 yards of her. Don't you understand? Except me. I understand this makes it really difficult for her to do her job. Yeah. But, uh, and the thing is, she keeps like reeling guys in. Guys like, oh, can I give you a ride home? She's like, oh, sure. sure. <laughs> Packard's like, fuck you. Oh. You're giving her a ride home. Because he always like magically shows up, too. Of course he does. Like, well, Billy's- he's just stalking her every single time. Yeah, but he shows up with his whole gang. Yeah, but every time they're not in the scene together, he's sitting off looking at her from the car, smoking (laughs) angry. You know, so he just... Yeah, and I also want to note... He's always around her. They have the biggest ass fucking garage ever. Yes, their chop shop is... It's huge. It would make Jesse James cry. Yeah, it's it's like a barn out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but it's it's got like all neon light inside and all these engines... Oh, we totally skipped the part where the wraith shows up. Oh, well, you at the garage. That's that happened yeah. before they killed uh, uh, okay. Minty, and that's why they were so pissed off at him. But yeah, he shows up in his weird wraith outfit because he's got like a racing helmet on the Stig. But then, like his chest piece looks like like the chest from fucking Alien. Like it's, it's just it's weird, weird looking. It's like insect like kind of. It's he, he's also wearing braces over like yeah, his like, arms and legs. They look and, yeah. They look, they like look almost like braces. almost like braces braces or hydraulic lines. It's really hard hmm. to tell. Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was just like medical. Yeah, braces. and whenever he crashes one of the dudes, yeah. like a piece of the car suddenly I vanishes. Think, I think it's like he was 
having to kill him so to rebuild himself. Like he was injured. You think? I guess Frankenstein. Who knows what? It didn't really matter to Charlie Sheen when he's just driving around on his I dirt think, bike. I honestly think his scar started disappearing. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they didn't make a point of showing it, but like every time he showed back up, like he looked less scarred. Like the first time they show him, like when they're they're hanging out at the Arizona beach, which is like this basically a hot spring. Well, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like this little puddle. Basically, it's like one yeah. foot deep, and all these kids are sitting on the rocks around it, like Ooh, water. And and he, uh, hey, it's an excuse to show Sherilyn Fenn in a bikini, which right? Well, I yeah, wasn't complaining I, about. Yeah, and I, I was getting to the point, strangely enough, that I, you know Charlie Sheen shows up without a shirt on and they make a point of like, Hey, he's all he's scarred scars up. on yeah. his back. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, they're, they're very pronounced in that scene. And like, as the movie goes on, they look like they were lessening, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it was a side plot. They dropped. Yeah, or something. Maybe. I don't know. Makes but, sense though. But anyway, but so yeah, yeah he, he shows up, he shows up at the garage and you know, the garage door opens the unlimited ammo shotgun from hell. Yeah, and that's like a spaz 12. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's a weird, but it's got some like, <laughs> it's got night rider. It's got night rider side neon it, yeah. down the side of it and mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, it even talks to him. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to shoot these people now. Race. Please reload. But it doesn't even race. shoot like shotgun rounds. It shoots some sort of weird yeah. magical but, but power. He comes magic. in and he just bullets. like he shoots the hell up out of the car. Magic missiles. Magic power bullets. Magic missile one. Magic missile two. <laughs> magic missile plus one. Spectral blade. Yeah. Yeah. But um Enhanced he's like because Clint Clint Howard's like he's telling he's telling Packer, he's like, I'm making the best this thing will make it the fastest thing this side of the Mississippi. He's like, great, put it in the fucking car now. Yeah. You know, but of course the race shows up and shoots up all the cars, shoots up the engine. And then he's about to shoot rage about to shoot Packard. And then he just shoots the wall and disappears. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're kind of like, Hey, where'd he go? Yeah. Huh? Oh, that guy's a dick. He shot up everything. All right. Back he's to, back to chopping cars. <laughs> fucking cock stacker. Cause they established later that pretty much after that happened, they were like, go back to chopping the cars. It's like yeah. all that happened, and the, the next day they're like, "We spent all night working on the cars." It's like, yeah, and the cars are fine again. Yeah, I mean they've got patches on them, but yeah, they they they're all them. they're all perfectly running. Yeah, yeah. So, but so yeah, he kills them, and then yeah, eh. we, we we get a we get a little like a quick chase on the motorbike with um Charlie Sheen and, and Carrie uh, Sherilyn Finn are on the back. She's on the back of the motorcycle, and uh, Skank and Gutterboy chase him down in their uh, Barracuda, and. Yeah. That just kind of happens. Gutterboy, God. Gutterboy and Skank. Awesome. They were awesome. The best. They were awesome, but man, they were getting on my nerves. Not going to Because lie. they were the best. But they, they had a purpose. They they needed to do that because we're getting to that. Okay. So this this little altercation happens and they flip the Barracuda and, you know, we should also point out that like Skank the entire movie is drinking antifreeze, uh, hydraulic fluid. He snorts WD-40 at one yeah. point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's just fucked up in the head. He's drinking, snorting, anything that's around, pretty much. Yeah, and, and uh, he plays it way up. Yeah. So and he also his mohawked, his dyed mohawk <laughs> changes colors, and he usually every, every single scene. scene. Yeah, and he also has like face paint. Usually that kind of mm-hmm. goes with it. But so that that happens. It's kind of yeah, you know, car gets flipped. It's like no no big deal at this point. Yeah, they kind of walk away from it, and uh, so all that happens and. You know, there's there's some other little bits that happen, but basically they go back to the uh, they go back to the garage at this point, and um, this is when Clint Howard uh, Rughead decides like this is it, man. This is this is fucking crazy. I'm out of here. This is this is not. You good. guys have gone too far. <laughs> yeah. well, well, he basically lays it out. He's like, 
this thing is not of this earth and it's trying yeah. to kill us all. Yeah, he does that whole, like, I've become blessed with knowledge from on high that this is a wraith. It's going to kill us all. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Yeah. He has just gained some common sense. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much what happened. So, he's well, like, he's this thing's fucking crazy. Importantly, importantly, they established that he was not there when they killed. Right. What's Wait. the guy's name? Jamie? Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was not there when they killed Jamie. Right. So he's packed up his shit and he's, he, he hops in his truck he, and he's he, getting yeah. out of there. He literally walks out of the building, hops in his truck, um, goes about, about 40 feet down the driveway. driveway and all of a sudden you Here see, comes the turbo you see the rate, the, the interceptor speed past him, Ooh. which like, begins the best fucking scene of the movie. Holy shit. No skank and gutter boy. We should point out are there. Uh, Packard is not. So they're the only yeah. two. They're still working on the, on the cars and everything. And, um, so the race just goes speeding by Clint and, proceeds to drive headfirst into the they're in the they're standing in front of the car yeah he yeah he basically hits them in in front of the car which we've established this is a garage it's full of acetylene and every every other explosive Mm -hmm. thing that would be in a car chop shop garage however a forty fucking megaton bomb of gasoline. They like, set they set off a fucking nuke. <laughs> Let, let's 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 say how it is. The special effects team blew literally blew this fucking building to kingdom come when it blew apart to splinters. Yeah, it blew to literally splinters. splinters. Amazing splinters. I like, mean, there were it, like pieces of the building were too big yes, for right. pieces that came out of this explosion. <laughs> They blow that building the fuck, fuck up. up. I declared yeah. right then. I was like, "That's a two jocks explosion." Yeah, it was. That was that's one of the fucking incredible. That's one of the best explosions I think I've seen in a movie. Because that had to have been a real fucking explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. and no. that thing went the fuck off. The size of the explosion in stealth was probably bigger as far as fireball, but you sure. could it was tell, not nearly but, as but, impressive. But you could tell that that was um, a fireball that explosion. Was, yeah, that was yeah. big budget. We are just going to basically ignite gasoline and yeah. building is kind of going to go eh, maybe i'm blowing up maybe it's just a big fireball yeah. this was goodbye building in this was 0. like five seconds i how think much they just, c4 can we pack around <laughs> this fucking building honestly i think and they how did just bad will it blow up yeah I, that's what i think they tried to do was just you know c4 or dynamite or whatever they yeah, wanted this is whatever like, they could get their hands like, on what, there were you've seen the MythBusters when they blow up that cement truck right yes that's what this is like <laughs> except with more fireball mm-hmm so yeah, they had maybe what like a couple hundred gallons of um, couple hundred gallons of gasoline, and then like twenty five pounds of C four or, or fifty I, pounds of dynamite. I couldn't even tell you. All I know is that thing just absolutely it, it blows up. Disappeared. There's splinters everywhere, and Clint Howard's just standing there in front of the truck, watching this thing go. Just everything in that building going to hell, and. Uh, like I can't even describe that explosion. It's so amazing. Go find go find it on YouTube. You, you guys are both trying to look it up on YouTube right now, yeah, aren't you? I'm, I'm actually trying no, because you're both feverishly typing away, looking at your screens. Yep, I've actually been to a building implosion here in mm-hmm. town a dozen or more years ago. They they imploded a building, and it was spick fucking tacular to watch. But it was nothing compared to. The explosion we saw. Well, there's imploding well, then, a building, and then there's exploding. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what this they is, did. They established it's well, yeah. in the middle of damn nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So all they had to do was get people far enough away and get the camera zoomed in and focused, and let it ride. Mm-hmm. And oh, and it was worth every penny of explosion. Oh man, that was a one take explosion for sure. But I was no like, no kidding. 
because I don't know what the budget was for this movie, but most of much. it was in the explosion. Apparently, half was in that car, and it, the other half was in the explosion. It, yeah, I was gonna say it really wasn't that much. I looked it up. If if IMDb is to be believed, the budget I believe is two point seven million. Estimate, half of that's estimated. the car. Yeah. So 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 that by far that's just like yeah. That's and, and Randy Quaid shows up immediately. Yeah. Randy Quaid's like like. Well, Cinders are still falling from the they sky. They probably heard that explosion in California. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and he has a whole squad pull up, and well, then he's just we, talking to Clint Howard. They've the established time. that they basically now have the cops hiding throughout, you know, the county or whatever, looking for the Wraith and, you know, Packard's guys and everything. Yeah, so. that's what's really interesting to me about all that is, you know, Randy Quaid brings them all into the station, and he's basically like, yeah, we want to bring this guy in. Apparently, he's just trying to kill you guys. Not that I give a shit if he kills you, but, you know, he's trying to kill your gang. And they're still like, we're not talking, man. Yeah. We won't say anything to you. <laughs> it's like, really, guys? Well, <laughs> you, I mean, it, not that bright. It might help to have him it. on your side. I mean, yeah. it might be, it's Randy Quaid. He's insane. He's hiding out in Canada, but still. Yeah. Guy it might went, not be bad to have him on your side. Guy went and made the notebook. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, Good point. Evil. Yeah. So, I mean, again, more shit happens. Uh Charlie gets a little piece of Sherilyn, you know. Yeah. We, you know. He gets some action or hips ahoy bathing suit she wears. It's a good point. That is a, that's a very 80s bathing suit. Yeah, that thing, like, the hips on it are basically up in her armpits yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kind of awesome. Yeah. And but then, yeah, so he gets some from her. We get a little more gratuitous nudity. Yeah. We also get some when uh, Packard, who who loves Sherilyn Finn, won't let anybody else have her, and he's banging some other chicks. So yeah, you know. mm-hmm. we think it's another waitress from the burger place I'm where she I'm pretty sure works. it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So, um... She doesn't have any... Li- does she? I think she has one line to bring yeah. the total number of speaking women to two sure, in the whole maybe. movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, more more things happen, and then, basically, Packard gets his comeuppance. They, he goes to the burger place, grabs her, grabs Carrie... Dex, the burger flipping boy, who's yeah, the brother. Billy tries to stop yeah. him, and Packer just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, and like 30, and he's like laying on the ground kicking him. The other, the entire, pretty much the entire town is there at the burger place. It's like the only place to go in this. Well, yeah, because there's only place. three sets. Yeah, <laughs> there was the warehouse. There's her house in front of the house, at least. Yeah, and then there's the burger place. Right. So yeah. everyone had to have been at one of those three locations. And everyone, I mean. Guys, girls, all ages, all sizes, just stand there and watch him beat the shit out of Billy. Which, thankfully, as you as you thank the screen, mm-hmm. uh, after Packer takes off, he stands up and goes, "What the fuck, guys?" Yeah, he's like, "You <laughs> bunch of chicken shits!" <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? There's a bunch of you. Grab yeah. him. But yeah. So at least someone, you know, we love it when movies do what you're thinking. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, you 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 even said that before that you're like, what the fuck is wrong with everyone in this town? <laughs> yeah. This town is full of assholes. Yeah, yeah. And so, basically that kid calls him out on. It. He's like, you guys are assholes. <laughs> you just let this guy kick me in the ribs like five times. Yeah, I'm bleeding my own lungs right now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, so Packard takes off with with Carrie and is driving down the road, and of course, the wraith car shows up, and mm-hmm. they have their race to the death, which. Uh, is good, you know. It's yeah, but I mean, you just can't top that. You can't top explosion. the two other explosions. I mean, you know, it's just sometimes you just need to save these things for the end. You know, like yeah, you need to find a way to work it in in the yeah, end. Yeah, because um, yeah, they they run head on into each other. This is after um, he does pull a kind of cool move where he um, kind of sideswipes slash makes a, a a a car carrier semi like dump it all. Oh of yeah, its cars. because. 
we'll know the cops are chasing like too. Yeah, a squadron of cops chasing them yes. as well. Yeah, so as um, this is happening, they kind of do that just because I guess Dodge gave them a few more cars to, to wreck, and so they were like, well, "Sure, we can do that." You got a car carrier too. <laughs> I, just, mm-hmm. I, I get this like impression like they're like in, in Dodge's back pocket. Like, uh, can we get this too? Um, you probably have this. Can we have this too? Because <laughs> I mean, if that just is, rating like their their extras lot at the factory yeah, or something. Much, well, yeah. I love the fact that the um, all the cars that are on the thing are like the cheapest ass beat yeah. up old cars ever. Yeah. There's no reason that anybody would be transporting them on a car carrier. No, but yeah, so that happens and it's kind of cool. Cause you, you get to kind of see some things you don't normally see. Like one kind of falls off the side and is kind of dragged. Yeah. by uh, by this thing, which eventually snaps. And I thought that was kind of cool. Cause they had a camera right on the, the line that snaps, which is hella dangerous, but it's just a camera. So they yeah. probably, you know, slap one of the car kit cameras there, but, so that happens. So I mean, then, like whoever was the car coordinator, yeah. or however you want to put it, well, like, well st- done, stunt so. car coordinator, well done. the car wrangler, like he had to have been like, okay, you're probably going to want to put a camera here because yeah. this is going to look awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, and that guy knew what the hell he was talking about. So then he does the, you know, the Wraith does the pull ahead and turn around and basically they're, well, for, for what we're seeing, they're going head on at each other. What Packard sees is that the Wraith guy you know, Charlie Sheen in the Stig outfit is just standing in the middle of the road. So he guns it thinking, I'm just going to run over this fucker. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, at the last second for him, it turns into the car and boom, big fireball. And the last, pretty much the last scene of the movie or one of the last scenes of the movie is he's laying there in the wreckage. And again, well, he's perfectly fine, but I will note BJ pointed it out when he, uh, after the, after the car explodes, one of the fireballs, does a freaking fire tornado. Yes, oh, yeah, fire yeah. tornado. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Because you know the cameraman's just like, do not stop that camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so watch for the fire tornado. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. But yeah, and so that's it. Packard's dead. And um, we kind of, you kind of get that impression like it's going to be like Ghost. And, you know, now that he's done his business, he's just going to float away into the ether. But well, he even tells her that. He's yeah, like, he's my like, work here is almost done. Almost done here. Yeah. And uh, so, but he goes to see Billy. Uh, tosses him the key to the uh, the interloper and um, you know says uh, here you go kid it's it's yours and he's like what's this for bro or no no he's driving yeah he goes uh, who are you bro and he's like you just said it and then walks away and mm-hmm. like fuck you brother that lost a brother I'm not gonna have any closure with you but <laughs> <laughs> we love that about movies nobody ever gets closure well, and then he goes off like you know it's like fuck you little brother I'm gonna go bone Sherilyn Finn for the rest of my life I mm-hmm. guess because uh. He tosses him the key to the car, which I guess is separated from him now somehow, and yeah. goes over on his dirt bike, picks up Sherilyn Finn, and they ride Something off into, like the, uh, into the dusk set. Mm-hmm. Into the full moon. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're going to the moon. Yeah, but I love the brother, because he's like, Jake? Yeah. Jake? Jake? <laughs> and he starts crying. It's, it's like, not, don't cry. He just gave you a sweet fault, ride. Billy. I know. Billy, he gave you a <laughs> one-of-a-kind car. Fault, it's not your fault, Billy. <laughs> It's not your fault, Billy. Oh, man. It's not your fault, Billy. <laughs> so, yeah, he picks up Sherilyn Finn and he drive on out of there. Yep. So, I guess it's time to rate this movie, isn't it? I think so. We've kind of covered everything. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. I, I will say Randy Quaid, awesome. Because he just, he adds all these little things to every scene he's in. Like when he for, when he talks to Billy, because he's figured out that, hey, nobody, they never found Jamie's body. You guess that he's kind of trying to figure out if Jamie's still alive and he's the one killing these guys or what the deal yeah. is. But he talks to him and he takes a coffee cup 
And as and you know, Billy's trying to flip burgers and do all this stuff. And the whole time, Randy Quaid's just sitting there pouring sugar into the <laughs> cup. Like, and this is like a two minute scene, and he's just sitting there holding the thing, holding the sugar. I wonder how many times he had to dump that cup out. And he Who pours knows? all in, and then he never drinks it. He just sets it down on no, the he, counter. I think he stirred it and took a sip. He took like, a sip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck, that's pure sugar. Yeah. He's like, fuck, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But <sighs> I, I'll, I'll just say I'm, I'm giving this three jocks. Wow. But yeah, I'm almost up to four. But I, I don't know. I just can't quite do it because so much of this stuff is just really dull, other than the car chases and the explosions. The rest of the stuff is kind of like I don't care, and you kind of know everything that's. Yeah, you, this movie paints its picture pretty early on. You know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, but like I said, that one explosion got it two jocks right there. And the other one got one for the fucking barrel rolling down the hill. Yeah, see, for that reason, I am going four. I, I just, I can't quite go five, and I, I really want to come close. But what this movie is really lacking is Charlie Sheen is just there. Like, he really does nothing. Like, yeah, he really could have been played by anybody. Yeah, it's just it's it's unfortunate because I mean, all current crazy Charlie Sheen aside, it's fun to watch him be kind of crazy in a movie because that's mm-hmm. one of the things he does is uh, kind of has that nice character arc he can usually do in a movie where it's like, yeah, I'm just a kid, you know, everything, and like at some point he's like, fuck you, you know. And well, just, yeah, I mean, you think about just, Navy Seals where he's like, yeah. like his racist restaurant scene right you know just right. like crazy well, anything shit. i mean like you know go back to you know uh, red dawn shots. yeah hot shot i mean anything like um, wall street yeah. you know it's just like he's just, oh of uh, major league yeah 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 he's just he just kind of brought yeah, they don't no give him thunder. any like rapid yeah. fire dialogue or anything like that no. he's Which just kind of what he's best at he's just kind of there to be a pretty face yeah. pretty much because he, he for show and fend to go hey you're kind of hot I'll he's, talk to you. he's actually kind of a low rent tom cruise in this movie yeah, yeah. it's like he yeah he's just like there to be a pretty boy and, and charlie sheen's a is a pretty good actor. I mean, let him let him act. Give him something mm-hmm. to do. You know, just it's unfortunate because Randy Quaid called dibs. Yeah, on all of I it. mean, the rest of this yeah. is like a lot of fun. I mean, there's big ass explosions. There's some car chases and Randy Quaid being you know asshole sheriff guy. That's kind of like you know like a likable asshole sheriff. Not like mm-hmm. you know like like uh, well, like, I, MC Ganey would be just an asshole sheriff. You know, yeah, but I, I think it works because Packard and his gang are such a batch of assholes that it's much easier to relate with the sheriff who's like just sick of their shit, you know? And that's, that's why Randy Quaid comes off as better, even though he's an asshole. It's like, right. These guys are bigger assholes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah he's only being an asshole to the asshole. It's a four that I want to go to five, but can't because of everything else. Cause like I said, those the explosions are fantastic mm-hmm. and, uh, gets a four for me for all the aforementioned reasons. Uh, four mentioned. <laughs> I see yeah. what you did there. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely good pick. Good pick, Clint. Yeah, it's solid. And, uh, and God, I just want to watch that explosion again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Like, that's, I don't want to watch the rest of the movie. That's got to be on YouTube. I mean, it's just too yeah. big of an explosion not to be God. shared. <laughs> so, all right, oh. well, uh, we have kind of a crazy, weird second half. We're going to talk some Drive Angry to go along with the race. Yeah, we had to wait a week to talk about Drive Angry. Yes, yeah. So, but yeah, we got that. We got some voicemails. Mm-hmm. Some emails, all kinds of mails. Got an anniversary present. Yes. All of this and more shall be yours. Awesome. Soon. Soon.
often happens when we have our uh, break we get inundated with voicemails around the time that we aren't gonna do any for a little bit so let's go ahead and catch up here we love voicemails we mm-hmm. do i love being inundated with voicemails it's the best so uh first one is uh from steve b who uh first uh, apologizes and then uh kind of leads into what we're going to talk about first so here we All go right. hey guys it's steve b from uh, New York City, working in New York City as a postman, had sent you a couple emails. I was uh, one of the half that uh, unfortunately suggested the death bed. Glad to hear a couple podcasts ago, somebody else took the mantle of uh, suggesting the worst movie. So glad that's off my back. Uh, just calling just to suggest I just got bought the Blu-ray of Birdemic. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's uh, Quite possibly the worst CGI ever, and probably you could call the main character an oak tree. He is so wooden. Also saw Drive Angry, 3D. Thought that was fucking fantastic. Uh, wondering what you guys think. I saw Mackie's Twitter. Says five jocks. Expected that. Hope to hear some more gold gold stuff from you guys. Bye. All, All right. right. All right. Here is some more gold. What's that? I, I I was expecting you guys oh, to bring the thunder oh, there. Oh, uh, A-U. Steve B. also recommended Jim Cotta yes. back in the day. Yeah, uh, very good. So he's he's 50-50. We're, we're all good, Steve. We we don't hold that it's against right. you. Especially after after Forbidden Zone, all is forgotten when it yeah. comes to Deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's off I the mean, hook. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve B. also, uh, on our Facebook page, posted about a bobblehead that's available. A bobblehead? Featuring... Your friend and mine, Johnny, from The Room. Oh, my God. And I presented a anniversary present to the Banff cast this evening to go on the Banff cast shelf. <laughs> we wanted diamonds. We got bobbleheads. The second anniversary, by the way, is the YSO. <laughs> the YSO, <laughs> yes. And he talks, too. I fed up with his world. He does. I love him. <laughs> you know what they say? Love is blind. That's so true, Johnny. It is, you know, Johnny. I think there's more. Well, there's the best one coming up next. So there we go. Uh, So yes, thank you, Steve. Yes, for pointing out that this exists because it's here, and now now. it exists on our shelf, and we'll preside over every Banff cast from here on out. I think some time ago I promised pictures of the shelf. Um, Should probably do that. Well, once we get them up there, we could get them up by the the bad movie fiends wallet. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we've added... And we still got the Edward bag from Holly from way back when. Yeah, yeah. the original. That's why it uh, occupies the uh, corner of That's glory. That's it's back, buried behind everything else. Not buried. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's not buried, but it's... it's covered gonna, a little bit because I don't want to... Yeah, wanna, break into electric boogaloo is in front of it. I don't so. want to punch my shelf every time yeah. I come in here. <laughs> we appreciate the, the the gesture, but still. Yeah, but this this Wiseau is awesome because he's holding a football and a rose. And he's wearing his suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's kind of awesome. His white suit. Yeah. So, um, before we talk Drive Angry, we have a very quick voicemail also chiming in on that. Hello, boys. This is Nobs. I just want to let you know that I did go see Drive Angry over the weekend by myself with a crowd of five people that were in the theater with me. Had a riot with it. 
Keep up the good work, boys, and I'll catch you later. Hey, that was No Quarter Zone Knobs. What? Knobs. <laughs> Wait, we've claimed him on there now? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot we claim people. What's funny is I was talking to him, I think, Thursday night. He lives up in Ohio. He was contemplating making the drive down to see to the movie with us. With wow, us. I was wow. like, you can only do it if you drive angry all the way here. <laughs> that's what, 14 hours? <laughs> Something like that. That's a long Man. way. I was like... You know, it's going to be awesome, but I don't know if it's going to be 14 hours of driving to Florida awesome. Yeah. It's almost 14 hours of driving to Florida awesome, especially if you live in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had had fun. What are we going to have about a dozen or so people? Maybe. Yeah. I I didn't count. uh, Maybe a baker's dozen. Yeah. I think we. Let's see. We had shiny lights. Let's see. I think we had had 11. Shiny lights, T-Strel. I thought it was more than that, but okay. Ben, Tiffany. Green Cap. um, Green Capped. We had... um, your friend, Brian, yeah, my friend Matt, Matt, Brian, and his brother and his buddy, yeah, yeah. Um, the Asian correspondent was there. Our Asian correspondent, who I will mention, the Asian correspondent has been pushing Birdemic also. Yes, yes. she has. She's been pushing it for like a year. I know, and we keep ignoring. She her, mentions so. it to me like every. I know. Week, Suddenly, it becomes like, okay, more sure. It becomes right. more appealing that it's on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it Somehow. on Blu-ray? That's what he just said. He just got the Blu-ray. That of is Birdemic. awesome. And then us three, that makes eleven. Yeah, Gray was the other person we were missing at the outing. He didn't stay for uh, pizza. We went to pizza afterwards. Some people yeah. had to leave. Went to Mellow Mushroom. Okay, so yeah. that is, that makes it a full dozen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good time. Pretty good. We had a few people I know wanted to go, but yeah. had to back out for whatever reason. Zark. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know, Zark. Yeah, some Zark's of, excuse was a little weak. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with his being a little weak. Some of our other uh, contributors to the Banffcast, um, uh, slightly more valid, but ill-timed. Ill-timed. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. They they need to prioritize what's important yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be something we can plan another BMF cast outing uh, sometime Drive soon. Drive angrily five, <laughs> to Fury Fury Five Five Fast Fury Five. five. Are we gonna Are we gonna make it a driving movie thing? Uh, that just looks <laughs> stupid enough that it seems like our kind of ball. So I mean, The Rock, Ben. I mean, come on. That is gonna be amazing. Yeah, I predict. But anyway, Drive Angry. Yes, Drive Angry, dude. Drive Angry fucking rocked. Five fucking jocks. Yeah. That was an see easy Twitter five feeds. jocks. Yeah. Somebody, like, I didn't even get up out of my seat and I declared it five pretty jocks. Pretty much. Uh, somebody, I think, via Twitter. And in 3D, nonetheless. Yeah, but the 3D was kind of... I wasn't as impressed with the 3D as I was hoping to be. Because there's only one scene where it really, really worked, and it's when he's having the flashback, and the lead singer from Train is like raping the chick. And it like keeps floating in and out of see I, I what's it, in the foreground and what's in the background. I thought, and it could be just because I've been, you know, I've seen some pretty shitty 3D movies recently. Like the 3D movies I've seen have generally been shitty, but I thought the effect was really, really well done. Like overall, I mean, they they shot it in 3D, obviously, so they could mm-hmm. so that it would look good. The only problem I had was that they cut a little bit too quick. Yeah, a lot of times, but S- somebody and I'm. I'm I'm blanking because of social media overload, but somebody was just asking us um, if we found the 3D to be jarring or hurt our, eye, hurt our eyes at all. And other than the opening scene, not really. Yeah, I, the, yeah, I didn't have. Any I already had a headache. Myself. So the opening scene was was cut a little too quick um, for 3D. So other than that, I I I thought it was pretty good throughout. I mean, I think the movie would still be fun without. You know, it's one of those I, I don't know that it added per se to the experience because that movie. I think it would still be awesome even without the 3D. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't think that I would take anything any points away from the movie for being in 2D. 
Yeah. But I, I was just cackling through the movie. I was having so yeah. much fun. And just and it's weird because Nick Cage is probably the most reserved out of anybody in the movie. Yeah, it's like everybody else is turned up to twelve, and Nick Cage is at like a four, and he's just kind of like, "Hey, I gotta." Maybe he's just feeling the sting of being broke. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta drive Took some of the fire out <laughs> yeah. of him. Well, he, he was probably doing this on weekends along with the uh, whatever the hell that other one was. He did. What was the name of that? Oh, The Witch Season of the Witch. Yeah, Season. Of, I kept wanting to say Brotherhood of the Wolf, and I'm like, no, that's a much better. No, movie. that's a good movie. Yeah, but Season of the Witch. That's right. Yeah, but um, dude, some crazy car crashes, some crazy explosions. Yep, a gun some that can kill guns. God. Mm-hmm. Bill Fickner just channeling walking. Yeah, being amazing. He he was like, definitely the highlight of the movie for me. Yeah, he they was. could have they could have ditched everything else, and I still would have probably loved this movie if it was just him doing whatever the hell character he's doing that I, whole movie. I just hope. I mean, I don't think it's done super well. But um, I really hope that somehow it did well enough that they can make a sequel. No. no. I just wish it It's would. not even in the top 10 <sighs> a week later. It, it debuted at like number Damn nine, it. dude. I just want to see, no, see Bill Fickner and Nicolas Cage team up and yes. kick some ass. Because that's the weird thing. They're, they're adversaries, but they're not at the same time. So a sequel... Yeah, eventually their purposes yeah. become the same. Yeah, they'd be like a but you know a buddy cop, a Riggs and yes. Martok oh my thing God. where they buddy just don't quite movie. get a, get along, but they do. And it's a shame that this will never happen. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean it's it's muscle cars, it's Nick Cage being Nick Cage mm-hmm. and chicks. It's people getting shot, people getting run over. Yep, because that's what I've noticed. Uh, you know how Nazis were kind of the catch-all bad guy for a while, Satanists. Satanists oh, yeah. are the new Nazis. Sure. Especially when they're Satanists like this movie has. As far them. as I can hear, they're both godless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only, you know, the only way this movie didn't pay off is um, Amber Heard didn't get naked. So she's just... No, she didn't. She's, that, she's in that rising star, like, I don't have to get naked phase. Yeah. Like, give her a few more years when her, her wave has crested. <laughs> now she was one angry young woman. She was angry. She was uh, angry. She actually um she was a firecracker. It's it's funny because I actually wanted to point out something about her. She she pulls that off and she did it in like her small role in Pineapple Express well, but some some younger girls can't swear and make it sound convincing. She pulls it off 110%. Like <laughs> yes. it rolls off her tongue and it's like I just buy it. Like yeah. angry swearing young chick, you know, and so many, so many girls can't do that. They just sound awkward. Like, I don't, you know, these are naughty words and I can't, I know it's in the script, but I can't get over it. Yeah. I can totally buy it with her. But yeah. So yeah. Drive angry. Good, good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed. Um, I guess we can't really recommend you see it in the theater cause it's probably gone already. <laughs> yeah. But you need, uh, it's unfortunate. You need to rent it immediately. Yes. If you're in one of those towns or if you have one of those theaters, you know, a second run theater or anything oh, like God. that. Oh yeah. We used definitely to have, go check it we out. We used to have those. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, um, DVD happen. DVD. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, they come out like two months later. That's mm-hmm. right. But still, for dollar two dollars. So what do you think? On. Drive Angry will be out what? Early May next yeah. week. <laughs> Late April, early May. Yeah. Sad. Probably as soon as possible. You know what? At least we won't have to wait long to watch it. That's true. Again. But oh. yeah, if if that had been a that could easily have been a Banffcast movie, and it easily would have been five jocks. Yeah, and no questions asked. Especially the way it's just failed, because I mean that's something we kind of look for not not always necessarily bad bad, but just box kind office of, kind of miserable failure too. Yeah. Sometimes that qualifies as for something. But yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's drive angry. 
without being spoilery at all. Just awesome. yeah, we thought about best. doing a spoil cast, but we were just we yeah. all had too much going on, so we apologize that we didn't busy that we didn't get to do it. But yeah. I mean, we really we all wanted to, but it just. But yeah, at the same time though, it's like it's kind of a movie. It's like you you kind of know where it's going. I mean, in, yeah. in retrospect, I don't know that it we, probably would have been us talking about Bill Fickner for like half an hour. Yeah, yeah that's about true. how awesome he is. And and in retrospect, we probably didn't need to do one for like Iron Man because we knew what it was, but we were jazzed. I mean. We were like, yeah, yay, comic book movie still good. Yep. Yeah. So whatever. We will do another spoilcast one day. But yeah. Thank you for awards. everyone that came out and mm-hmm. uh, everyone who wanted to come out but couldn't. We'll get you there next time. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll give you even more advanced warning this time. We will. So we got another voicemail, don't we? We do. I think so. All right. This one is from Ryan and I'll just let him speak for himself. Hey, BMF cast. Uh, Ryan from Dallas here. I went and saw Tron and True Grit back to back a while ago, and uh, that's a good double bill. One of the movies, the trailers that played before, uh, there was this movie called uh, Real Steel. It is basically a boxing movie meets Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Uh, the movie URL is SteelGetsReal.com. Uh, I don't know if trailers are like kind of a nationwide thing where everyone sees the same thing. I imagine they are, but just in case they aren't, you should check that out because I think you guys would enjoy that. Uh, also, I have a question for you guys. Uh, what kind of TV shows do you, y'all like? You know, when you're not watching bad movies, what do you normally have on the television? So, that's what I'd like to know. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Yeah, dude. Real Steel. I did not see. It's I, like Robot Jocks. Yeah. Meets Arena. It is. Whoa. I I have not seen the trailer. In I don't the know theater. how that can. Like, I want to see it, but I don't know how that can live up to what my brain has already created. <laughs> it probably can't. But I was in a hundred percent on this movie from the very first teaser poster. I was the very first thing I ever mm-hmm. saw where it was Hugh Jackman in a corner pointing at the other corner with a giant fucking robot sitting on the stool. <laughs> Which I don't know why a robot would need to sit between rounds, but you know, um, <laughs> he has to get relubed. I, I guess. But yeah, I, I've seen the trailer online. I've not seen it in a theater. I'm not a big fan of the trailer, just because it maybe it's it's the tone of the entire movie, but the trailer makes it seem very tongue in cheek. Like like we know this is kind of ridiculous, but we made it anyway. Like a la Snakes on a Plane. Mm-hmm. Like Snakes on a Plane ended up being a pretty straightforward movie where it didn't poke fun at itself when all, when all was said and done. But the way it was marketed is like, mm, yeah. we're going to, you know, we're self-referential. We know what we're doing. I mean, and then it was to a point, but I, I would like to see this movie played straight face. Like I, I want to see this. Basically he's a retired boxer that got pushed out of the sport because robots were indestructible and they can battle to the robot death. And now he's become a, a coach, I guess, not a pilot or anything like that. He's just coaching the, mm-hmm. the robot team. So, yeah, coaching the robot. Yeah, I guess that's going to be my biography. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it's yeah, definitely on our radar. So, w- when does that come out? Do we have any sort I, of idea? Not when soon I, enough. Not soon enough. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, wow, it's October. Oh, way to, way back then, huh? Yeah, not till October seventh, hmm. according to Screened. Well, interesting. I guess we'll be waiting for that one. Not that we don't have plenty to occupy ourselves during the summer. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. But, uh, yeah. So, regarding your topic, that's why we played your message now. Oh, yeah. Let's cover that. So, TV shows. Uh-huh. Um, 
I used to watch Lost and 24. Obviously, I don't anymore because they're gone. Right. I watch Survivor because that is the only show that my parents and I have in common. So I can talk to my parents and we can actually have a conversation because we all watch Survivor. Mm. You're a better man than me because my parents watch that and The Amazing Race still and I refuse. Amazing Race is better, but it's the same thing every season. I know. Mackie, doesn't your entire family do like a Survivor pool? Yes, we have a pool about who will win Survivor. Yeah. Huh. My yeah. dad is, he's all about it. Is I, he the reigning champion? No, no, actually, one of my cousins is. Like, like we got like eight, nine people in my family. That's that are insane. In it. I'm trying to remember. There was a point, I think, when first or second season of Survivor was on where I was somehow back living at home with the parents for a little while. Yeah. So I, I, I will admit to I've seen the first two seasons, but nothing after that. See, there's a lot of backlash against Survivor, I, and the I last season any, sucked, so, yeah. but it's. The two seasons before that were pretty much among the best seasons that oh. I've ever done. So I watched the first two. But and it's I, like that's like the only reality show that yeah. I really I can deal with. Yeah, I have also seen like the last I guess three seasons or so of Survivor mm-hmm. because that's like what my parents watch. Yeah, or what they used to watch. But yeah, those not the last season, but the two previous seasons were actually really good. Yeah. And like I, I actually found myself wanting to watch it as opposed to yeah, right, getting I'm angry eating, when certain people got kicked uh, off. Yeah, and, I'm like eating dinner and like okay, fine, fucking survivors on whatever, eat my food. But um, but yeah, yeah those that actually, show has the best editing of any show ever. Yeah, because you just good. you're like convinced that things are going to go one way, and then they just pull the rug out from under you. Yeah. And they show you all the footage that they didn't show you before. Yeah. I mean, it's it's total trash, but it's oh, of fun. course. But um, other than that, um, I watched Mad Men, Walking Dead. That's about it. That's still on the air, I hate to say. You know, <laughs> okay. other than like Daily Show and Colbert, I TiVo them, but I don't get to watch them very often. Yeah. Right. I actually don't get to watch a lot of TV anymore. You know, I don't I don't spend a lot of time in front of my TV when there's TV going on. I watch like, I'm catching up on episodes of The Office right now. Um, I catch. Uh, I gave up on The Office a couple seasons back. Yeah, well, I, I just I just hit season four. I have so. not. I'm still there. Um, I to also the like, end. I watch a bunch of the stuff on like History Channel and Discovery. Their sort of quasi reality series. He's like my dad watches those, and so I watch them with him. We both enjoy watching them and making fun of people, like American Pickers. Even you know, I couldn't stand it after couple watching of the guy, that one commercial with that one dude. I wanted to punch that they're, dude in the brain. They're kind of douches sometimes, but it's yeah. I like watching it for the shit that they find. And um, some of the other, like my dad really loves the kind of trashy reality stuff like the swamp loggers, you know, with these mega rednecks up in Washington and Louisiana and um, yeah. Axemen and what are the other ones? The, the ones where they, they catch gators. Yeah. You know, I, I can take all, all those all in extremely shit. small doses. Like one episode, I'm good for a year. Mm-hmm. Like any of them, you know, Deadliest Catch or like you know, Dog oh, the Bounty. I watch the shit Did, out of Deadliest. Does Catch. Does he watch um, like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Like any of those? It's like give me no, one yeah, episode, he, and I'm like, I'm done. I Does like he Dog watch or do any of you guys watch Man vs. Wild? Uh, no. Um, they used to or Dual Survival. To, they used to watch um, Man vs. Wild, Survivor Man, and I think they watched the Dual Survival thing. Yeah, dude. And I could I could watch some of that, but Dual Survival, not I, much. I forget that one's good. Is that the one with the guy that that's doesn't wear shoes? That's the one shoes? where the one dude's a hippie who doesn't wear yeah. shoes, and the other dude's like an ex-military sniper 
who's all like, I'm going to go find something and fucking kill it. You know, yeah. and the other guy's like, we need to be one with the earth, man. So yeah. it's kind of awesome. But they both like, they both know their shit completely. Right. Like, just, they are like, it's just the opposite if school. If you were screwed somewhere, these are the two guys that either of them, you would like kill someone to be with them. Right. Because you know that you would survive. So right. it's kind of it's kind of awesome just, because they pr- approach everything completely differently. Yeah, and it like and then sometimes they actually find themselves like really getting along really well, and it's crazy. It's it's just weird. Um, yeah. What else do I? Watch? I love that show. Though. Um, I, I should have mentioned. I that one. I yeah. don't have cable or any kind of TV service, so that kind of limits what I watch. Um, I I pretty much have to set out to watch a show, you know, and watch the whole season. But if I had. Any, you know, if I had Discovery, Military Channel, History Channel, whatever, what is that one show on the Military Channel, the, like the real-life Counter-Strike? Oh, um, that is called just plainly Special Operations. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> this Every is, goddamn I've never day. seen this. Yeah, let, um, let's set up the premise. Basically, there's this guy, um, uh... Will Willis? Yeah, I, I've seen one or two episodes. It's not Wesley Willis. I, I, um, <laughs> <laughs> got that mullet. Um, but yeah, Will Will Willis, and they sure, and they he calls himself Whiskey Whiskey. It's WW. And what they do is they set up sort of a like a hostage scenario yeah, or, or an, an yeah. assassination scenario. Yeah, and this one guy has to go up against these four or five or six sometimes opposition dudes and they're all using um what they call simunition which is a little it's it's like laser tag with blanks basically kind of mm, or do you actually get hit? no no you actually get hit okay because it's so it's like it's like a type thing i don't know yeah it's like a it's like a it's like a regular round but instead of a a lead or copper jacketed or whatever projectile it's a it's a paintball Mm -hmm. and it apparently hurts pretty good so he sneaks around and tries to you know tries to achieve these objectives without getting shot and it's it's really really compelling he's got a gun uh that's got a a camera mounted on it that's on a swivel so he can flip it back and point it at himself or flip it forward and point it at whatever he's pointing at it's it's really neat yeah i mean really fun it was like the one like one or two episodes i saw i was like if i had tv service this would be my reality show i would watch the shit out of that i don't know if they're making any new episodes but they didn't i mean the military channel is the worst because they they do not promote their stuff at all even though it's part of Part of like the Discovery universe, they just right. they just get no love. Bummer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. As far as um, as far as things I do actively watch and keep up with, uh, I'm still watching The Office. I I've watched a little bit of Parks and Recreations. I wouldn't put it on my like you know religiously watch thing. And same thing with Community. Just love love Thirty Rock. Um, keep up with that all the time. And also uh, Modern Family is uh, amazing. If you haven't gotten into that one. Mm-mm. And also, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. If oh, you, yeah. you could take, sunny, you dude. could take away like all my, you could take away the office, all those. Just give me Thirty Rock, Modern Family, and Always Sunny, and I would have all the comedy I need. Uh, yeah, historically, you and I have watched Buffy, Angel, yeah, yeah, you Firefly, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to stick with things that are on like right yeah. now. I mean, because you know, I think that's what <laughs> what we're going for. Yeah, you know, I, I think we. We've covered a bit. Yeah. yeah I accidentally to... watched some episodes of uh, American Idol, which Ugh. was Ugh. not my thing. Well, I think the thing maybe he's like looking for some recommendations. The other thing I would highly recommend if somehow you listen to us and you don't know about this is, dear God, go and watch the Venture Brothers. Oh, all, yeah. All of it. Just yeah. If you haven't, watch it. And watch Frisky Dean go watch um, Archer. 
Um, yeah, Archer is pretty funny. Yeah, just yeah, and go and, and you know, and if, and if you like Archer and you like Frisky Dingo, go back because and watch like the first three seasons of C Lab. It's all the same um, creator dudes. Mm-hmm. So this humor is very similar. Yeah. It's just kind of got more refined. And one that's not on TV anymore, but if you if you like laughing at stupid quasi like mockumentary type shows like The Office, um, there's there's one out of Canada called uh, The Trailer Park Boys, which is now all on Netflix. All of it's on Netflix. The actual awesome. series is on Netflix now. So there you go. It's all on Netflix, and you can watch it, and it's fucking hilarious. It really is. Um, should, I, should I spill my guilty pleasure show? <laughs> yes. I always keep one guilty pleasure show in in my hip pocket. One that I I I can't explain why I like it. I just watch it. It was I'm, Gilmore Girls. No, no, I'm I'm, go, I'm going to uh, I'm going full uh, full disclosure here. Back in the day, just to give you an idea, um, it was Dawson's Creek. There was something. You're in, so there, not a man. No, there was something in the middle there. Um, I think for a while I picked up Smallville, dropped it. Uh, first season, I, I I tried to give Glee a chance, and Glee in the first season was a completely different show than it is now. Believe me if you want. No, believe me if you don't. It's it's fine. But it, it, it like like Nip Tuck, it jumped the shark. It, well, faster than Nip Tuck, it jumped the shark. You know, super fast in like record mm-hmm. amount of time. Both of the, the both of those shows' problems is it got popular and it got popular for. I think the wrong re- reasons, and they catered the show to people. Ryan Murphy just has a problem with that. Um, so I've actually recently my new go back to is now I'm now I'm back on Smallville, pretty much almost caught up to real time again now. So is he still in uh, high school? No, he hasn't been in high school for like four, five, six seasons. What season are they in? Uh, this is the tenth and final. <laughs> tenth, <laughs> yes. ten fucking ten? seasons. Yes, and he's not Superman yet. Nope, that's the last. What the time. shit kind of what show is this? He is, but he isn't. Hurry up and Superman up, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so that's how it's going to end. Is everyone saying that's how it ends? He puts on the suit and flies away. You know, it'd be awesome if he died at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that and they're like different Clark Kent. I am not going to I'm not going to this is a major spoiler but they threw a, a pretty awesome curveball at the end of I think season 7 or 8. Um it was it, I didn't see it coming. Hmm. They had a character that you thought it was somebody and it totally wasn't. Okay. That just it was a it was a very nice curveball. But anyway, so that's yeah. my guilty pleasure show and I So I've, I assume I it's a, gotten better than the kryptonite of the week yeah that no, i remember that, seeing when i tried to watch was, some of the first that season. was first season it was it didn't find its legs and some reason i kept watching it i was like this is this is going to become superman I, I know it is but it, it's had it's had good and bad seasons and now it's it's on a pretty good track i mean they're right. they got their pretty much not quite justice league you know other people in it and stuff like that so whatever all right they brought but they um I will, I will mention one show if you're, if you're talking about going back and watching shows. <laughs> Another show. Um, if you haven't seen uh, Dead Like Me, mm-hmm. that's a high. And the only reason I bring that up is uh, because they've brought an actor that was on that to play Zod. So they have Neil before Zod, only like young version. Okay. So it's kind of cool. But so yeah. it's not Terrence Stamp? No. It's not Terrence Howard? They actually, they do funny things with that. Terrence Stamp actually plays, plays Jor-El's Malcolm voice. Stamp. It plays his father's voice, his you know, disembodied voice in the Fortress of Solitude. Wait, he's not Marlon Brando? Well, he's kind of been dead for a while. It just uses dialogue from the first movie. <laughs> yeah, that's all you Anyway, need. They, they do weird, funny things Talk about exactly. the history of Superman. I mean, they've had just about anyone who's ever done Red anything Con. Superman appear on the mm. show, including uh, Christopher Reeve before he died. You know. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done rapping all about right. that piece of shit. Yeah, I think we've talked about that. That's enough TV. 
Because we still have another epic voicemail here. Oh my god, we got... That's right. Yep. Hey, so sorry. Happy two years. <laughs> Longest episode ever. Jesus. Yeah, this is uh, this is James. I think it's his uh, first call in. Uh, hey guys, I just doubled on your webcast and um, our podcast, and it's uh, fucking brilliant. Um, my name's James. I live in Vegas. And uh, specifically, I uh, love your arena episode. I have fond memories. My, I was visiting my grandparents in St. Louis, and my grandfather and I rented this movie. And my grandfather used to be a Golden Gloves champion. And I'm laughing my ass off during the movie because he's got to, like, talk boxing lingo during the movie like it has any fucking bearing on space boxing, you know? <laughs> and he's, like, giving me all this information about the proper stance and, and you know, whether to fake with a hook or go with the body during the climactic fight. And I'm, I'm telling him, I'm like, Poopaw, I mean, that's what I call my grandfather, Poopaw, you realize this, these are these are aliens, okay? I mean, it's it doesn't matter. It's a rubber puppet, you know? Um, anyways, great movie. Blew my dick in half. It was just a great flick. Um, <laughs> Hell Comes to Frogtown, great flick. You know, I Come in Peace, oh, dude. And No Holds Barred, oh, man, that's... Uh, uh, I almost cry every time I see it. I have one of the very few VHS copies because it's just so badass. It is uh, the definition of rad. But uh, quickly, uh, I guess a topic, I don't know. I'll just throw something out there. Um, movies that made you want to do drugs. I mean, it, it could be anything from smoking a cigarette because some movies make smoking a cigarette look just so sexy. And I quit smoking like three years ago. And so when I see a movie where... Some dude's like, okay, let me explain the plot to you. This is what happened. Like JFK, JFK is full of scenes where people like light up as they about as they as they're about to tell you something juicy. And oh god, I just I just licked my lips. I really want one. But after watching Blow, I wanted to do a mountain of cocaine. And I I haven't I've never even tried it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you see a movie where it's like, dude. I'll try that. You know, I don't care if my family leaves me and it leads to financial ruin. Fuck it. All right, guys. Good work. Love it. And uh, I can't wait for your next show. All right. Bye. Man. <laughs> wow. That was that voicemail was worth every second. <laughs> I think almost every movie I've ever seen where drugs don't immediately lead to the downfall of the character kind of makes me want to do them. Because mm. movies do a really good job of glorifying like when they when they're not specifically setting out to like to show you that drugs are bad okay right they do a really good job of making drugs look fucking awesome well i wonder at what point he picked this up and i I know we're skipping over the whole arena thing which we need to talk Mm -hmm. about before we really get into drugs but um i i don't know at what point he picked up and started listening i don't know if he's gotten to the xanadu episode because i think that's first and foremost i mean that movie (laughs) that movie that was made for drugs drugs so yeah, but let's let's back up. Let's let's talk about the the family history with Arena because wow, that reminds me of your uh, your friend's dad, the FBI yes. agent watching X Files. It is <laughs> that is exactly what it is, and it's amazing. Um, you got to kind of. I imagine the fight where he's where Steve is fighting the giant thing, like with the long neck. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I can just imagine his grandfather going, 
You got to go for the neck on that one. <laughs> you got to go for the throat. That's so how you got to get Protect him. your body, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so his grandfather's Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yeah. So that guy's got reach. Nice. You got to get underneath, too. Uh. You know. Get in tight. Work the body. Yeah, work the I body. Just, work I could the see body. him giving tips on a dude fighting a fucking alien. Just like he said. He's like, these are puppets. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand? <laughs> Space puppets. Damn it. Like, no, it's real. You don't remember what it's like. <laughs> you went there. Make a piss space lightning and crap <laughs> space thunder. You little pisshead. I was but a golden is, that is just That is amazing right there. That is that good is, stuff. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. I wish my grandfather was a golden gloves boxer. I'm I, not sure if I do or not. <laughs> my grandfather talked like that. But okay. I was <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So other, other things that are, are drug uh, glorification movies. I, I oh, think, you know, train spotting, man. I oh, was yeah. like all about heroin after that. Woo. Or, oh, no. No, wait. Uh, I think first and foremost for me is without a doubt, maybe a little cliched, but the big Lebowski. If there is ever a movie that says this lifestyle is a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Smoke weed, drink white Russians all day and kind of not give a fuck. Who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, um, for me, go, go. Yeah, well, they, yeah okay. I mean, I mean, shit goes wrong for them, right? But like, they sure well, to like, be like Bill Fickner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they they sure seem to be having a lot of fun. That's true. In the beginning parts of it, just don't do too much like the the kid. Yeah, that freaks out on. Yeah, yeah. and don't let your hotel room on fire. No, either. no, it's yeah, never but, good. Um, yeah, geez. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of any movies that. Like especially makes smoking look cool. I mean, JFK is a good example. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, there was a. I may sound stupid now, but there's there's a good there's a fair amount of smoking and out of sight, right? I mean, I know he always walks around with the lighter. He does the lighter thing, but does he actually smoke too? Or? No, he no. doesn't. Does anybody he else? He just has the lighter. He just has the lighter. Damn. I was thinking like like movies with that look that that soft, cool, diffused. Uh, yeah, mu- that's the thing. Is tone. in that movie everything looks smoky. Yeah, like it should. People should be smoking in a movie yeah. like that. Like, and the same thing with like the the Soderbergh Ocean's Eleven's movies. It's something about that mood, it just screams like, you know, people should be lighting up. But I mean, strangely, I mean, like Mad Men kind of has that going for it. I mean, oh like, yeah. I mean, anybody that watches Mad Men doesn't go mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, that that looks like fun. They're having a good time. They're drinking, having having cigarettes a lot. Wait, a lot of cigarettes, like all the time, all the time. Yeah, I mean, just something about that that muted color tone, that that kind of hepcat. 50s feel where like smoking there's nothing wrong with smoking it's cool guys smoke everybody smokes yeah that's that's just you know throwback and throwback. all the movies with smoking make me want to smoke yeah well it's just it's something about that throwback <laughs> vibe where everyone. it's like not like oh the the bad guy smokes because he doesn't care where it's like everybody smokes well almost they didn't care honestly almost any black and white movie yeah with smoke, like casablanca when they're sure. when they're smoking they just look fucking awesome yeah because like that's that's just the way black and white works is it it somehow makes that smoke pop out even more yeah. because of such stark contrast and it always looks good. Yep. It's like that. I like, I'm convinced that's why everyone smoked so early on in those movies was probably because, because whoever's cool, the DP yeah. was like, this just looks amazing. Yeah. Dude's like, he's doing, it's it. almost 3d. Yeah. He's like, just give him a fucking cigarette already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, movies that glorify drinking with little to no consequence. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can think of like any party movie. I mean, Old school yeah. Animal House, things like that. I mean, where drinking is just leads to good times. 
Yeah, like the beginning parts of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas too. When they first yeah. get there, before like before the Christina Ricci stuff, where even still, I mean, before they get to that point, it, it, I mean, it's not great, it but really it really never looks crosses, fucking hilarious. It really never crosses that boundary. Not, not like it could. I mean, it isn't. It never goes quite dark. Super, super dark. Uh, I, it, I mean, they go through some weird like flashes and stuff, but it never like goes like you're going to federal pound me in the ass prison because of all this. You yeah. know, it's like. This is an okay lifestyle. Just try to be careful and probably get rid of Benicio Del Toro's character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd probably be a lot better off. Yeah, yeah, and the first time I watched 2001, I wanted to be <laughs> on drugs, so maybe I'd figure out what the fuck any of that meant. Sure, sure. Well, I don't think it helps. It doesn't. But right. it, it did help its box office. <laughs> that's all people <laughs> oh, yeah. ever did. Uh, that's why the movie was popular. Would have been otherwise. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, um. Like Moulin Rouge, absent. <laughs> if it actually did that, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You know, I've honest to God, absent with the with the maybe yeah. hallucinogenic wormwood would probably do that. Get you some of that, but yeah, yeah. But, but absent, yeah, it makes absent it, these days. No, it's well, absent is it doesn't have the wormwood yeah. doesn't yeah it doesn't have the wormwood in it it doesn't mm. have the hallucinogens. Uh, absent makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> But no, it that makes it look <laughs> that makes it look really fucking I'm cool. Punch you! Uh, you know I have to slip a bad one into every podcast. I, I don't know. There, there's a ton of um, there's a ton of trippy movies. Like the number of like kids movies that are so obviously thought of and conceived by people who are on hallucinogens. I mean, really, is is kind of scary. I mean, like not, the tunnel scene in Willy Wonka. Well, yeah, like that. I mean, like you know, that's not even like d- discount the fact that like we're not even talking about TV shows because I mean, you got the entire library of Sid and Marty Croft. But I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many things that I mean, old you know, late '60s or early '70s Disney movies were kind of trippy in a lot of sequences and things like that. And yeah, I, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland. Yes, Alice in Wonderland. Sure, you know, I mean, even, even like uh, hints and things are. are pretty mm-hmm. pretty out there you know so yeah yeah but, uh know. yes many 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 sure one day if we ever go to amsterdam and do a movie festival <laughs> or it becomes legal somewhere other than california or perhaps. we win the lottery or, or charlie lottery. sheen uh accepts charlie our sheen. guest host position yeah charlie sheen goes hey i like what you guys had to say about the wraith except for calling me an underacting fool but we were hey we you- were kind with our words we we're saying charlie we on. wanted more charlie we wanted more charlie yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when he comes on and shares his yeah. stash, and if you're, he'll tell stories of yeah. the mountains of coke Clint Howard did right mm-hmm. during the making of the race. If you're, uh, yeah, if you're out there and you're Charlie Sheen's publicist uh, <laughs> or whatever, or you, Charlie you Sheen's a, internet you intern, a hobo like someone who's unemployed, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> or, or dead. Charlie Sheen's new social media intern yeah. or whatever the heck he was advertising for, um, the guest host spot is still open. Uh, the offer still stands. We don't think we can pay him, but it will uh, it'll do a world of good for we you. Can pl- we can plug in several more mics now. We will. Right. We have Charlie and his entourage. <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can bring the goddesses on the show, yep. whatever. So. We will accommodate you, Charlie. Right. Sweet. I think that's so. a good stopping point. Yep. We've, we've yeah. rambled a lot for our anniversary, so. Yeah. Timers were not kept this so time. The moral of the story is just say no. Just say no, unless you can get away with it. And afford it. And afford it. Yes. Yes. And all your friends are doing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you've been pressured into it. Yeah, totally, totally, totally given to peer pressure. Never leased anything but good times. <laughs> Nothing but good times. <laughs> uh, you know what else something, leads to... Something disclaimer. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs are bad, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what else leads to good times? 
What might that be? Contacting us? Yes. In the many, many wonderful ways you can do that. How would they do that, BJ? You can check us out at our website, bmfcast.com. Whoa, you mean the now fully functional bmfcast.com? The now fully functional bmfcast.com. <laughs> you can check us out on the Twitters at uh, twitter.com slash bmfcast. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. You can find us on iTunes if you search for BMFCast or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Rate us, review us, five stars, all that good stuff. Subscribe. And then there's one more. The most the important, important one. one. Yes. The way that you heard these fine people get in contact with us today to regale us with their stories of grandfathers and... and rubber aliens and, and Rubber drugs. aliens and drugs. And, and a severe lust for smoking. And mm-hmm. lust for smoking and uh, postmanship in, in New York. Um, and that is the one, the only, the BMF cast hotline, the Garfield phone. Give us a call at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF, 910-556-9263, and uh, let your voice be heard. And then we will let your voice be heard by many. By replaying it over yes. the internets. To the entire internet will hear your voice. All of it. Mm-hmm. Along with us. Right. Right. I think that's probably going to do it, right? Sounds good. Okay. Well, you know, it's been... It's been two years. It's been yeah. We didn't really wax nostalgic this episode. No, it's okay. We're doing good. Yeah, we're fine. Two years, and we're happy that all of you are along for the ride. It's the Bad Movie Fiends podcast, often imitated, never duplicated. Bamfcast. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and we're winning. (laughs) 